This episode of Truth's Table is brought to you by Warby Parker. Visit warbyparker.com slash table. Welcome to Truth's Table, Midwives of Culture for Grace and Truth. I'm Kemeny. I'm Michelle. And I'm Christina. This table is built by Black women and for Black women. So welcome to the table, sisters. How y'all doing? Wow. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> yeah. That's how I'm doing, I guess. It just sort of <laughs> yeah. comes out now. <laughs> there we go. That's the first well of the season. Season <laughs> three. Oh, Here we are. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> It's a uh, miracle. Is it? Look. Oh, you have no idea. The Lord is in the miracle working business, saints. It's still happening. <laughs> Miracles He's are on still time, happening. God. I know. Come he on. He's an on time God. <laughs> yes, he I is. Listen, they think we're playing when we say we back and we are just happy and surprised. Yeah. Like we ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> it's a season to season thing, y'all. <laughs> I know. Oh, really? Clearly. It's a it's a day-to-day oh, thing God. in these streets. It's a day-to-day thing. It really is. <laughs> It really, really and truly, mm-hmm. it is, you know, moment by moment. Oh, and he's with us every step <laughs> of the way. New, new mercy. New mercy. New mercy. Yes. Yes. That's right. That's how you, you, you know you're so church, Michelle. Come on. New mercy. <laughs> every morning. She was ready. She was every morning. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How are y'all doing? You know, it's 2019. <laughs> well. That's that's true. Well, Those are That's accurate. <laughs> This is true. That is yeah. a response to a question. It's a day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks the Lord. Thank oh, the God. Lord. The year that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad Amen. in it, no matter uh-huh. how crazy Black History Month is. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Help us, Lord. This is one for the books. <laughs> mm, I know. I know. It's just hyperventilating racism all over during Black History Month. Shenanigans (laughs) everywhere. (laughs) Shenanigans all around. Well, you know what? I'm I am glad to be at this table with y'all. Almost fell out my chair. Oh, okay. okay. I'm really glad to be at- <laughs> look, but look, but look how you go play that off, and that—that's a really great segue. That's so such a segue into this topic. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, I really am glad to be at this table with y'all because, um, you know, this this season we are starting out. You know, people ask us, "What can you expect?" You know, and I don't know. Sometimes it's just hard for me. I can't really ever answer that question. You know, when it comes to truth table, but. Uh, we thought it would be good for us to start out season three. As y'all know, we always start with a new little series mm-hmm. and, you know, artwork, all this stuff. Um, but we thought it would be good for us to start out with a series entitled You Okay, Sis? Mm. So where we're asking the question to y'all, our sisters around the table, like, how are you? Are you good? Are mm-hmm. you okay? Are you not good? Um, and so so we are... Uh, yeah, we're entering in. That's the question that we are asking each other at this table right now. You okay, sis, um, with regard to just mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you know, how are you doing financially? Talk about it, somebody. Can I get a, a wave offering? <laughs> 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 Woo! And so, you know, just... <laughs> how 
are you? How are you? So, um, so yeah, just, yeah. Are you, you okay, sis? That is the question on the table today. Mm-hmm. And for the next couple of weeks, yeah, really. For sure. Well, and look, and the truth is we don't even want to answer that question. Right. And when I say mm-hmm. we, I mean, this is the collective communal we, no, but true. we got yeah. all kinds of ways to not even just straight up answer that. Um, mm. by catchphrases and w- diversions and uh, being too busy to even sit down to have somebody ask that question of you. Mm. Um, so yeah, even, even before we even do a roll call on how you really doing, I'm just thinking about my own defense mechanisms to not even have to answer that question. Like, and maybe I'm using it right now by talking about the defense mechanisms not to answer that Mm-hmm. <laughs> what mm-hmm. are some of those? What are some of those defense mechanisms? Oh, well, I, yeah, for, for me, one of them is an autopilot of like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. part of it is because I, I don't know if I, how many people I actually have in my life who genuinely ask me that question and wait for the answer. Right. To be, now, maybe that's me just assuming the worst, but I don't have a lot of people who are like, are you really all right? And then they really wait and sit with whatever mm-hmm. I might say mm-hmm. next. Um, mm-hmm. Typically the tables are turned and it's like, you need to be asking me this question. Yeah. So mm. that's, what mm. that's good. What about you? Em? Yeah. I think that, you know, at first when C was like, <laughs> we don't even want to answer this question. I straight <laughs> up felt like that was a direct, you know, I was directly pointed at me. So, you know, that's, I feel judged. Oh, that was I the Holy Ghost. I just feel red. I just feel red for Phil. Okay. I love you, Em. <laughs> That's hilarious. You, you know, you have those friends that like you're texting, hey, what's up? And it's another blue line and another right. blue line. And right. it's like five, ten blue mm-hmm. lines. That's how I feel sometimes mm-hmm. the Lord is like. Yeah, you know, it's a good thing I'm I'm omniscient because you don't <laughs> tell me nothing. Mm. Um, and I do I do believe that that starts among yeah. peer mentoring, where mm. we tell our friends and talk to our friends, but um, we also have to move outward in these spaces of there are professionals out here somewhere that can assist us. But you know, the interesting thing about asking and answering the question, you okay, mm-hmm. is that we were, we've been raising a culture that does not care whether or not oh, the black on. woman is okay. Well, the United on. States could not care less Mm-mm. about our emotional, mental, and particularly our spiritual right. conditions. And I believe that it is uh, revolutionary to not only answer that question, but to ask our sisters yes. for their for the sake of their thriving, because I want you to do more than just be alive. I want you to thrive. So mm-hmm. I need right. you to right. answer this right. question. Are you mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. What about That's you? That's good. That was good. Um, what would you-, <laughs> Look, you, you about to ask a question. Well, about, oh, no, you, no, know, no, you didn't okay. say nothing. <laughs> I was about to bring up. Are you okay? Are you okay? No, no. I was about to make Em like so tell us your defense mechanism, M. Oh, I'm, I'm but sorry, you- I stand corrected. I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your defense mechanism, Em? I'm answer my. I'll answer the oh, phone. Oh, you, no oh, you will. <laughs> I'm not deflecting. I promise. 
<laughs> What's your defense mechanism, Emily? Uh, One that comes to mind. I know you want to kill me right now. This is fine. <laughs> no, not kill, but She's you know, just like she don't want to kill uh... She's not. She got that nonviolent social. She want to give me a tight hug. A tight hug. I'm not. I'm not there yet. But right. go ahead. I'm super not mad. I'm super not mad. She's super not mad. Um. Yeah, I mean, you want to get super, like, all, all the way real out in here. I just, mm. like, intentionally don't bond with people mm. that I read or intuit as people that will ask me. Like, my, my, I need my, my, my. crazy friends mm. that we just, you know, will randomly, we'll mm. just, you know, have a blow up. And I'll be able to call you and say everything that I haven't told you about for a year. Just like, it all crumbled. <laughs> That's wow. the kind of friend I need. Uh, wow. I mean, nobody checking on mm-hmm. me. Don't, don't, don't check, don't check in, please. Wow. Don't check, don't me. check me ever. ever. Okay. Yeah, don't check me ever. <laughs> don't check me ever. Don't check on me. Ever. <laughs> Look, that's on the back of the t-shirt. Oh God. Help us, Lord. You using the same line oh, on your friends the, and your the, frenemies? The, I think we have a problem. Oh. You know. <laughs> wow. Um, and so yeah, I think that that is a classic defense mechanism because it it's proof that you're, I think I hold things at arm's length that will actually speak to my nurturing and speak to my growth. Mm. And, and it is like a spiritual practice to intentionally not do those things um, that give me like a temporary hiding place, but really I'm just caging myself in and there, there's no escape without honesty. Mm. So if you cage yourself into mm. avoidance, then honesty is your only escape, mm. and you want you like you won't feel like facing the things that you're terrified mm. of because yes. you haven't let people hold your hand mm. um, to get you through the valley of the shadow right. of whatever foolishness you're going through. Right. So yeah, I've I've mm. definitely mm. suffer from my own defense mechanisms. But mm. what about you, E? <laughs> yeah, that was a, a sermon right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a whole lot of people like you. Yep, yep, that's me. Yep, 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 yep. Well, my basic stuff. <laughs> I was like, that was good. <laughs> so, um, for me, I was. I tend to be. I like to think y'all could check me. I tend to be pretty transparent, but uh, because I really believe in the power of prayer, so I feel like if I'm telling you something, I'm like, pray. I'm good for you. <laughs> tell me, do you pray? You ain't been praying, but because um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, a praying gangster. I'll be like, do you pray? No, did you? But um, I would say, I think I, I default to um, the, uh, you know, I'm fine, I'm good, you know, um, type of situation. Part of it is because I always, I, not always, but my life has just been particularly stress, tr- stressful for a prolonged period of time that mm-hmm. um, to even go sometimes to go deeper, you know, into it or to be more honest about right. that can lead to me falling apart. You know, um, which is a rare thing for me because I tend to be the mm-hmm. in the friend group, if you will, and in the family dynamics, if you want to think about that. Um, I tend to be the quote unquote strong one, right? And we talked about the superwoman we last season. Go listen to that episode, y'all. You know, <laughs> but I tend to be the one that is usually like can hold it together emotionally, can am I um am a stabilizing force you know, in, um, in people's lives. And so oftentimes people will look to me if they're in crisis or they're going through, um, same situation in my, with my family dynamic. Yeah. I'm the one that people will hold on to as an anchor. 
Um, and so oftentimes I'm not the one that's often asked um, how, you know, mm. are you okay, sis? People are not often asking me <laughs> that. They're like, you good, come see about me. You know, so that's always, that's the assumption, you know? So, uh, so in some ways I've tried to counter, um, counteract that in, in some ways by, sh- by being much, being more vulnerable by mm-hmm. being, more, which is, a, this, which is not a natural thing for me, you know, to be vulnerable. So I've tried to counteract that so that people can f- feel invi- invited in so that there could be some level of reciprocity, you know, um, in either relationship or, uh, familial you know, dynamics. So people can know I'm a human being too. You know, um, I yeah. cry and I bleed, you know, yes, I'm a thug, but, um, even thugs cry. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, you know, sometimes thugs thug cry. Tears, All right. Thug tears. So, <laughs> thug tears. They're thug. different from other human awesome. tears. And they're right. So, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I, I, so I, I tend to think, you know, oftentimes mm-hmm. I will, and it depends on who you are too. Right. So there's some people that I'm close to that I'm going to tell this is what's going on. I really need y'all to pray or I'm really having a rough day and I could be really transparent, you know, which I, which I'm very transparent with y'all, you know, and then there's other friends that are the people that are associates, right? Cause everybody in my friend. All right. I, I make distinctions between people. I love y'all all the same. Okay. But I, mean, I, I love y'all, but you know, everybody ain't your friend. Okay. So, so some associates, then I'm probably not going to divulge all of that, you know, um, or, you know, whatever's going on in my life to, to those people. So I would say I default to I'm fine, you know, I'm good. But I think part yeah. of the reason why I do that is, um, especially if I'm really, really, uh, being pressed on every side, but which I am, um, but the Lord has really met me, I guess you could say, you know, in this mm. season, um, I can really fall apart, you know, and yeah. on, on any particular given day. Like if I go further into, yeah. um, what's, you know, what's plaguing me, if that makes sense. That's fair. That's fair. It's so, fair. Yeah, I think that it's was a fair. lot. I think we, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and I, and I think I can relate to that E2 as being a person that people see as, as, as a grounding kind of person mm. or a stabilizer. Um, but yeah, there is a sense that if you pull a thread, you will mm-hmm. get like an unraveling, like <laughs> like everything is has raveled apart. Like if you just pull that one little string, um, yes. and and I think and I think the way that comes out is different for different people. You know, when I know that, and this is a kind of you know, are you mm-hmm. the, are you okay? Like for real, for real part. I think for me, it comes out really in my body, like my my um. So some you know and. You know, some people oh, are just yeah. more somatic than others, meaning like the body is where it's going to express and respond to stress or or, mm-hmm. or even positive emotions or whatever it might be. But, you know, mm-hmm. when I feel like there's a an elephant stepping on my chest in the middle of the night, that's when I'm like, oh, I'm, I am stressed, you know. Um, and I think oh. that's what mm-hmm. I've been trying to be more intentional mm-hmm. about doing lately is really the last year is listening to listening to my body and trying to take, trying to be consciously take better care of my physical health, seeing its connection to my mental health, like really actively fighting off uh, depression Mm -hmm. through, through uh, diet, exercise, meditation, Mm -hmm. prayer. And, you know, I I always talk about cultivating joy, like joy is a practice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so like just intentionally digging, digging, digging into those things. But but being in an active season of my life of saying like there are all kinds of real tangible, deep stressors, um, you know, heavy, heavy things to lift. 
where I have found myself saying like, okay, what can I control? Mm-hmm. What can mm-hmm. I control? Let me go ahead and take better care of my body before it's like, peace out. That's, that's really good to see, actually. I'm right, That's a really great segue because that is, and that she is telling the truth, y'all. She has really been, <laughs> my friend has really been stepping up and working out, been taking care of herself. And I am so proud because I'm like, girl, please, you, we got to grow old together. Don't, don't you die. <laughs> you, you're my partner. You're my friend for life. You got to take care of yourself. So, no, but she, you have been. I'm really proud of you. You have that. I can, I can testify to that. Thank, um, thank you, accountability partner. Yes. I'm wondering, okay, so. I'm thinking for for M and myself. Then, um, if we, you know, t- just kind of taking the checking in, listening to your body. How about that? Listening to your body. Um, how are we doing with listening to our body? You know, physically. You know, how is our health? I'm not saying we, we ain't got to divulge our health workers here, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, we got to do all that. But you know, um, how health wise are we? How how have have you been checking in with yourself? Have you been checking in with your body, M? And and what say you about that? What say you? What what say you? Um, <laughs> yeah, I. So y'all know that I got really sick in 2017. I was uh-huh. I this was before we started. Um, yes. Well, you know, I think it was. It was somewhere near near where we started, or going into yeah. second season, or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, and. So I had, and well, I think we might get to talk about this, um, but if people haven't read the book Medical Apartheid, they really should. So yes, I, I have yes. a um, mm-hmm. really rare condition that mm-hmm. has impact on me. And it turns out it's directly connected to a lot of medical testing and not, you know non-consensual mm-hmm. medical um, intervention, genetic intervention, mm-hmm. um, especially in black women in my mm-hmm. ancestry uh-huh. and that um, has deep emotional impact yeah. because there's there was a time when you know my doctor would say in so many ways white supremacy is trying to kill you uh-huh. um, and I and I believe that listening to our bodies and even checking in with good therapists, good doctors, um, and, and also good friends, they keep us alive. Like uh, your accountability about taking care of yourself physically keeps, keeps you alive. Um, Mm. and so the ways that I do that are basically like my body will force me. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I have to listen. I have to, um, maintain my diet pretty Mm -hmm. strictly. Mm-hmm. And I and I have to be honest with people about when I'm about to crash uh-huh. or when I cannot hang out and chat at your event, and that's when you know I'm done in because that's mm-hmm. my favorite thing to do. You are a, you are a social light. I mean, <laughs> my favorite thing. L i g h t light. But the biggest thing that I do right now is I prayer practices spiritual habits mm-hmm. and I intentionally mm-hmm. find spaces where worship is happening and I'm a participant and not always the leader. Yes. And that's been really, that's been really helpful to me. Mm-hmm. And it feels like listening to the spiritual needs of my, my body. Cause the, you know, the body and the spirit, they woven up. Mm-hmm. And so it, it makes a big impact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
What yeah. about you? Uh, well, I think for me, um, and yeah, and I'd say you've you've done you 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 grown girl. You are you are grown. <laughs> you are you are. I'm just saying, I want to. You can hear the progression. I want to firm, y'all. I do. I just you remember do. season one. I think that's the one where. Oh my gosh! Yes. Michelle was like anti. I don't, believe, I don't believe in no self care. I was like, what's happening right now? <laughs> y'all, it is in season like, one. This it is, is gangster boo. It is, but it's there, y'all. It's there. Literally, I still think self care can. Be a crutch. I mean, we'll oh, talk. We'll oh, oh my! Oh my! You know what? <laughs> yeah, we have to do a self care. Okay, we can. Yeah, yeah. Oh God! I love her so much. Carry on. Carry on, Kimberly. Carry on. We're growing. We growing. It's growing. We're all in process. Every, oh, every last one of us. Huh? Every last one. Um. So yeah, I would say, uh, for me, checking in with my body is key. Um. So. Uh, I can remember back in 2017, 2017, I was very depressed mm. and I, uh, for a good billion reasons, because my life is that way. And so, <laughs> because I just have so much stuff going on. Um, but it, I, and I remember I had, uh, gained like, I think about 15 to like 20 pounds. I think I told you guys, which is, which is not something I've ever really experienced. I've always been pretty thin and that's no shade to anybody, you know, um, uh, anybody who is body positive at all. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's just for me, it was just a, an odd thing to not be fitting my jeans and not to be fitting clothes that I've worn for years. Um, mm. and I was like, what is happening? Um, and so, uh, and that's when I realized like, oh, snaps, like, okay, my, my sadness, my depression, my, uh, the stress, you know, everything that I'm experiencing is showing up, um, in my body in this way. And so, and I've always been one that's, that works out, uh, but it was also what I was maybe, I guess what I was eating at that time. So I was maybe having too many, um, ice cream dinners, you know, um, mm. I was having too, <laughs> too many, you know, just indulging in some de of my de depression food, right. Depression food. You know, mm -hmm. right. Cause I, I know I have a pretty healthy diet, um, as it is. Y'all know, I don't do drive throughs. Okay. I'm so like, I just have I, a pretty, know you well. know, I'm like, every time I see C on FaceTime, she's going through, I'm like, get out my drive through girl. They trying to kill us. I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that junk be fast okay when whole foods get a drive-through well top okay <laughs> trader joe's better get a drive-through oh my gosh so yeah so you know so things like that you, you know so anyway so I, i've always had a pretty um pretty healthy diet but i was just very 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 much stressed in 2017 so a lot of that cortisol all that was going right to my to my waist and stuff so yeah and i always been one to work out so uh although while i was in seminary i did not because it was so intense you know, i just couldn't do that work ministry it's something had to give and so it was it was um working out that gave so so i went back into the gym like really hard in 2017 um and like really regimented and so that really helped me with my pull out of that um depressive state of that time and it really really does i see a complete like correlation between my actual workouts and just my own um how can i say my own mental health my own joy um, I can, you know, I can, I can see the correlation. And so, um, so I would say in 2017, that was like when I really was like, oh, snaps, like this stuff is showing up in my body. And also, you know, I'm in my thirties now, not 25. So, you know, 
your body gonna take some hits. And so, it's so surprised. Take, so take some hits, y'all. Uh, just want to let you know. And so, so, so yeah. So I started, you know, going back really hard on that. Um, and I just I started to see some improvements just in my own, not just in my my body, but just in my well being. For me, it was more so about my mental state and mm-hmm. how. I wanted to move through the world by God's grace, you know, so I'm not, I'm not saying that it's going to cure all, you know, for everybody. But for me, that was the case. It was much more circumstantial depression than anything um, at that point. And so anyways, and y'all know, I, I, I stay in the gym anyway, so I'll be working out. So I, I go to the gym now. Uh, I used to do, do three times a week. Now I go five times a week. I was there this morning, you know, um, super early at five so we could record today. But I will move. I will not compromise that. Like, cause it's so important for me, mm-hmm. um, just physically, and also I am like paranoid about like like dying young because my dad did, you know. And so I'm just par- there's there's a lot of reasons why I work out, and so and so that's it ain't just from my mental state, but it's like I'm just I'm literally trying to survive, and I will not let racism and white supremacy kill me. All right, well, so there you go. There you go. so there's that, you know. So so I would say I've been checking with my body. Of course, I, I have my checkups, you know, with my doctors, and I keep up with that stuff. I make sure I'm eating well. Um, that's really important for me. My my vegetables, my fruit intake. Y'all know. I mean, and I drink a lot of water. Y'all know. I take my vitamins. I be taking care of myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I really try, I try to take care of myself, um, and that. You know, that really, that's a part of my own self-care too, I would say. So self-care is not a curse word, M. And so, <laughs> and so it, I'm mad. I'm mad. It's not that it's a curse word. It's a crutch. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, so overall, it helps, it helps me to tell, feel. Tell like, it now. I think that's an area that it, I'm actually doing, you know, all right. And I get a, I, I'm going to give myself a thumbs up. Hey, Em. Hey. I see you over there with those new glasses, girl. Where'd you get those from? Oh, I love my Warby Parker glasses. Yes, I did. They're free home try-on, which lets you order five pairs of glasses and try them on. Just figure out which ones you want for five days. And there's no obligation to buy. Um, But of course, once you get the Warby Parker glasses, you're going to be showing them to your friends and family. You're going to be flipping out because you didn't have to pay for shipping. You didn't have to pay to ship them back. And when you see the prices, Starting at $95, including the prescription lens, this it's an incredible experience. So I picked the Felix, the Yates, the Daisy, and the Zelda, which had a little okay. more like, ooh, am I like a Marvel character Come on, Zelda. kind of flair? You know what I'm saying? Legends of Zelda. Um, <laughs> right. It felt legendary. But I ended up going with the Joe. And um, I love the Joe. I chose the rose color. So it kind of looks like... I mean, you know, it looks like hipster pink yeah, is what it looks right, like with right. some translucent <laughs> things in there. But I really like Warby Parker because it was founded with a super rebellious spirit and a lofty goal of creating boutique quality mm. at a revolutionary price point. And when you buy a pair of glasses, they give a free pair to someone in a working class or impoverished community around the world. And that means that every time that you take part in their vision of affordable accessories, they think of eyewear as an accessory. And every time you do that, you're actually giving back. So I love it. Wow. Now tell me, how can our um, listeners get themselves a little, you know, a little free something, something for five days? Uh, You know, all you have to do, if you you want to let Warby Parker know (laughs) that we told you about 
them, then you should visit warbyparker.com slash table. It's a special link just for our listeners to go and order a home try-on kit, share the experience, tweet us, let us know that you tried it on. And also make sure that if you have an iPhone, you can download Warby Parker's app where you use their brand new virtual try-on. You can try on the eyeglasses, see the realistic color, texture, and size of each style. And all you have to do is have an iPhone X. That's kind of crazy to me that you can do all that with an iPhone, but, you know, wonders (laughs) never (laughs) never cease. (laughs) Yes. They also now have blue light filtering lenses at warbyparker.com. So I think it's totally worth it. um, What, just at the price point that it is to try it out. And they're all of their frames are, are super high quality and a lot of their designs are really cool. Well, sisters get your free home try on pairs at warbyparker.com slash table. Take right. a selfie, tweet us, Instagram us. We want to see what you're looking like with your new Warby Parker glasses. So, um, warbyparker.com slash table. So <laughs> give myself a thumbs up on there. What about, okay, what about emotionally, y'all? And I know people put mentally emotional together, yeah. but, or, or maybe spiritually, should I say? How are y'all doing there? Yeah. Mm. So spiritually. This um, is our group chat. <laughs> you know, this is, is a really good question. Um, yeah. How is my soul doing? Um, mm-hmm. So... I mean, I have a lot of I have a lot of comfort in the fact that, like, I know that I know that that God is holding me. Sure. Because if I didn't, <laughs> I would be like, "What is wrong with my spiritual?" I mean, I would I would feel like like in a dry place. Basically, I just I just yeah. know that even me in the dry place is still held in God's hand, and that actually gives me like that's rejuvenating. That's like sustaining. Like that that yeah. is a superseding truth mm-hmm. beyond the truth of my feeling in the moment. So, I mean, my, my spiritual disciplines are, um, you know, active, active repentance. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I believe in embodied repentance and restorative justice. So that is like, that's apologizing to people. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. that includes like, uh, tangible turning, uh, from sins and, you know, asking the Lord to search me, and if you ask yeah. the Lord to search you, the Lord will search Lord you, will search you. <laughs> and tell you what <laughs> that you're wrong on a lot of ways, and mm-hmm. and making repair. Um, I've been trying to practice more just silence and being with the Lord, um, mm. and that's that isn't necessarily just just praying. My prayer could just really almost be like a be like a bit of more of a mantra or a chant of God, mm. you are faithful. God, you are faithful, and then being in silence. Um, Mm. so I usually start my morning, like literally when I first open my eyes, for the most part, I usually open my eyes to some word of praise or gratitude, like another day. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I mean, I I would say that's a part of it. I've tried to intentionally enjoy and, um, uh, corporate worship more. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, the opened word of God is, is so critical. Like, I feel like I live my life from Sunday to Sunday, like, and I have a very high expectation on what preaching can do. Like the, 
uh, what what the Holy Spirit yeah. can do through preaching. It's a very high expectation yes. um, that I don't play about. Like I I don't play with my sermons now. Um, I don't play either because I I need it because I need changing. So I need like a sermon that's gonna get me together. Um, yeah, and I feel sorry for my poor husband because he's my pastor. So I'm like, what you working on right now? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see the sermon. Let me see. <laughs> Because I need a lot of help. I and mean, I'm, I'm looking at you like, you need to get this right. Okay. So um, bless his heart. But yeah, I mean, honestly, it's so, so I would say that I actually see that as a, as a good thing is that I still feel a, a deep need for um, God's word uh, as illuminated by the Holy Spirit, changing me, correcting me, sustaining me. So even, mm-hmm. even when I'm in a dry place, I'm looking at those kind of markers of, um, what the spirit gives to us, the spirit gives to us a desire to want to know God more and more. And so even mm-hmm. when I feel weary and like um, when I feel discouraged by my own unbelief or disbelief, um, I, I'm still grateful for those markers that the spirit is at work saying, like giving me a, giving me a longing for uh, corporate worship and for deep sermons and for re- repentance as much as it sucks. Like nobody wants to repent. That's why we, that's why we sin it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, right. uh, but though, but I would say, um, my, yeah, I don't ever think on this side of glory, I will ever look at my spiritual health and say like, my spiritual health is good. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think I quite look at it that way, but I can, I can see how other people might, but that's not even the way I think to even frame it. Hmm. Mm. What about you, Em? Yeah, I think um, the question does, you know, it, beg- it begs to be asked. And to, to have a deep spiritual commitment to um, not just the form of godliness. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that wording might be too strong, mm-hmm. but going through the motions right. or um, having the appearance of wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I honestly think that that's what a lot of our discipleship accidentally teaches um, because we're, we're not in spaces where we're saying, well, a lot of us, I didn't come up in spaces all the time where I was told this has an impact on how you view yourself, mm-hmm. on how you live in the world. And, um, you know, there's a, there's something magnificent and wonderful about how God made you specifically. And that needs to be, that can really only be maintained, um, through consistent communication with the God who formed and, Mm -hmm. um, knows everything about you. Mm. And I, I think that it's good to have these conversations in community because it's, there's really no way to describe how loving a person is when they feel loved. Mm. It's just really hard mm. to, to put, to characterize that when somebody is deeply loved and attended, they become deeply loving and attentive. Right. And our health has an impact on the health of our communities. And I think that the parts of us that dictate how we treat each other which dictates how we vote, how we legislate, how we give, sure, sure. and how we provide or hoard. Mm-hmm. Um, that that all of that is spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and where I am is on a journey to discovering the importance mm-hmm. or rediscovering the importance. I don't think I theoretically would never say it's not important. Mm-hmm. I think that <laughs> I think that it's so much easier to just know than to do. 
and my journey right now is is doing mm-hmm. and being present in the doing mm-hmm. because as a lot of like people in ministry or people in advocacy know your doing is already looked upon as something that makes your community healthy and you forget that you're a being in need yeah. of spiritual health as well mm-hmm. um, so yeah habits forming habits holding to them and then marking how I feel when I fall out of those habits. Mm. That's kind of, that's where I am right now. And marking that, oh, I feel the loneliness coming. I feel a sadness coming. Um, And not letting those things tell me what my value is, but letting those things speak to me like a stomach ache, like you ate the Mm. wrong thing or you didn't eat enough. Um, Marking them as symptoms of something and not as um, another reason that I'm, not worth yeah. filling mm. the blank. That's major key. That is a major key. Um, I would say um, on, on my aspect, it's it's been interesting, you know. So I've been I have been on a bit of a journey because, um, gosh, it's been a year actually. Um, I left my previous church um, just due to can I say just very very inappropriate statements made from the pulpit. Um, they were actually quite misogynistic, and so as, as one that does race work. <clears throat> and as a black woman, I'm not going to divide myself between my gender and my race. And I, I can't choose and I should not choose because God says it's good. Um, and so I would find myself going into my previous church, um, try, seeking a word um, to be encouraged because, right, because I was going through so much um, at the time, still am, but going mm-hmm. in to, to be encouraged, to be convicted of sin, okay, and convinced of righteousness. That's, a, that's what I'm always looking for right. in a sermon, right. too. And to be encouraged, right? Not to be beat down, but, you know, but to leave like, ooh, yeah, I'm a mess, but God is good. And he and he's still, he, he with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's he cleaning me up. You know, um, but I would oftentimes leave despondent, dejected, um, even more depressed than when I walked in. Uh, to the church. And so, uh, so I, I had to leave that church um, and started going to another because I'm too sinful to not be in the church. Hello, somebody. So I'm, so I'm, I'm so went to another church um, and, uh, and, and, you know, and I've been walking with the Lord for a while, for, it's been a while. Me and Jesus have been on a journey for a while. Um, and so even when I'm in, you know, maybe um, church situations that are not the best, you know, like, which no church is perfect. Okay. You know, everything's yeah. mixed, but there's levels. Okay. And so I want to make sure Amen. I want to be clear oh, yeah. Yeah. here. Levels. There are levels. levels. Uh, maybe that's something we could talk about later, but there's levels. Okay. Um, but I know how to endure even in spaces when it's like, okay, this is not so great, but God is using me here to pour into people. And so why don't I, so I will do that, you know, for a time, you know, stand in the gap, if you will, as the, the seasoned saints say. Um, and so, uh, so anyway, so even during that period, I always, I still maintain my, uh, my spiritual dips, disciplines, like, um, which for me is, I think some, in some ways, like you see, when I get up in the morning, I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, or my grandma always taught us to say, thank you, my good Lord. You know, it's what my grandma would, <laughs> you know, she catechized us. So, uh, so that's like ingrained in me. And so I, I'll get up at 6 a.m. typically is my wake up time and um, I'll go brush my teeth, you know, cause you know, I don't want to knock, knock myself out when I'm praying. Well, there now. you go. Um, there so you go. I, <laughs> thank you for that information. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I don't want to knock myself out, you know? <laughs> uh, and so, uh, and so, and I'll just, I'll get on my knees and I'll, pr- I'll worship. That's t- typically my, my, um, my practice. I'll worship for a, a good, you know, 15, 20 minutes sometime, you know, and then I'll pray. Um, and I'll pray through the Psalms uh, initially. So I'll take a, a Psalm a day. I've been doing that for maybe 
since I was in seminary. So maybe about, I guess, maybe over five years at this point um, that I've been doing that. And there is a psalm in there for everybody in every situation, y'all. I just, I love the psalms. Um, so I'll, I'll go through that, you know, pray, you know, lift up, you know, people um, standing the gap for folks. Um, and and then I'll read, read the word and then journal, um, pour out my heart to the Lord. And then I'll hit the gym and, you know, go on, you know, with my day. And then I've kind of, I've actually come back to uh, fasting as well um, once a week too. And so, and now I've been much more intentional about that. You know, sometimes you just be like, okay, I'm checking this out the books, you know, as a fast, but I've actually been much more serious about setting my intentions for the fast. So like the night before, like, okay, what are going to be my prayer focuses? When am I going to check in with the Lord during the day and actually steal away and pray? Um, what am I, you know, who am I interceding for? And, and what am I, you know, um, wanting to hear from God or hoping to hear from God, you know, so I'll, I'll be very, very focused, more intentional about that than I have been even in the past. Um, and then I'm always often listening to, you know, my gospel. I'd be loving my gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a thug, but I do be loving my gospel. And so, <laughs> but the best thugs do. Uh, That's what a thug's supposed to be. Exactly. I'm a thug in the spirit. Okay. And so, um, so I'll do that. And then I'll also listen to sermons. I, I don't like, see, I do not play with my sermons. Like, sermons have got to be on point like you know so and so i'll be listening to my my black preachers that's who i'll be listening to you know and so i will listen to a sermon i'll listen to some some of my friends sermons whatever when i'm working i have got to hear like a sermon or some or you know or something while i'm while i'm working so that's i would say that's what that's what i um what i do um and i would say that i have I feel like from the beginning of this like period of suffering, you know, which it's been very many years um, to now, I can now see some growth, you know, some, I can see some fruit, you know, manifesting um, my, my joy is unshakable um, more than it was say even two or three years ago. Uh, and so, and I think that's a result of by God's grace, just the, the spirits work in me of course. And then also just also staying in, in God's face, like, God, like, what are we doing? What, what are you doing? I mean, like, you know, like, and just, and just really talking to God and just having that constant, you know, communion with him and also my community, you know, so talking to, to y'all, um, letting friends in and letting them pray for me and, and, and doing all of that and living in the light, you know, living in the, in the light, clean hands, clean heart, period. You know, um, and so, so I think those things have been really, really been helpful for me. So, I mean, my situation really hasn't changed over the last seven years, to be quite honest. Um, but my disposition has changed and that is a work of the yeah. spirit, you know, so, so I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that. So I think, so, I, so I guess the question now is for our sisters to answer mm-hmm. this and they got to answer this within their own hearts <laughs> uh, is, you know, how I mean, are you okay, sis? You okay, sis? You know, how, as, as Iyanla would say, how you be? A <laughs> 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 lot. See, we need a whole episode oh. on our on our, 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 no, our secret no, love. No, we don't. Clearly, no, we don't. No, we don't. Iyanla, come to the table. Y'all, y'all should get that for my birthday. Y'all should give me that for my birthday. Ooh, my y'all, love me, y'all get Iyanla yes. to this table for my birthday. Yes. <laughs> it was left me for years. That is so oh cattles for days. But 
She'll wrap us in her bosom, child. Shake us up real good. But seriously, we want to. We really do want to kick this question to y'all. You know, uh, you okay, sis? Like, how are you mentally, spiritually, physically, um, emotionally, financially? Financially, I know that just came up. I was like, shoot, is your money funny? Yes. Is there is there money money funny? funny? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I was about to say sometimes your money Hello? ain't no joke. Come on, somebody. Come on. So, yeah, so we want you all to think about that. You know, as we're going through the series, y'all can talk back to us as y'all do. Either, you know, you know, y'all tweet us, y'all email us, you know, but we want y'all to really consciously be thinking about that as we are going uh through this uh, mm-hmm. series, you know, we really actually kept it real at this table. Y'all, I'm so proud of us. We do be keeping it real, but this was like a really intimate conversation for us. And so, <laughs> so, so yeah. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for y'all. I'm excited for the series. I hope it's a blessing to our sisters. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, thank you, M and C, for um, for opening up your your lives. Thank you for opening your life, E. Yeah. <laughs> to the sisters, you know, you know, this is what we do as ministry. You know, I, you know, we don't, we don't. We don't we don't think too much of ourselves. We just like, come on, love. We service the can't people. be asking well, questions. You don't well, know. Well, rule it. number one is therapy. You know. Rule number one. I'm still trying to figure out how to do that, <laughs> but you know, I, I believe I believe that I yes, should. That's where it starts. You do that. Okay? Be- belief you eventually creates you behavior. It's a process. Change. There you go. Start from somewhere. Hello. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You did good, girl. You did good. Because you know, we'll know. We, we would corner you like, uh-uh, girl, you ain't answer that. We, 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 again. Come on. So- she, 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 she rolls with our judgmental spirit. She rolls with us. She does. She does. She does. I'm accustomed to being. We know our ways. We all know our ways. We know our we know our quirks. We know them all, man. (laughs) Anyway, we want to thank you all for taking a seat at the table with us this week. Let's keep the conversation going. Tweet us your thoughts about you okay, sis. Remember, this is just the first episode. So use the hashtag truce table. Or follow and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Truth Table, or email us your thoughts at asktruthstable at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Truth Table has a Patreon account, if y'all didn't know. So you can send your love offerings to www.patreon.com backslash Truth Table, or you can also bless us at uh, PayPal which is www.paypal.me backslash truth table. Truth table is made possible in part by Pottery Studios. Visit Pottery.com for your highest in quality online audio entertainment. Our producer for the show is Joshua Heath. Our executive producer is Bo York. And we have been your hosts, Akemini, Michelle, and Christina. We'll see you soon on the next Truth Table. Bye, y'all.